0: Hi, welcome to One More Dig, Metal Detecting Stories. I'm Dave Spannenberg. Welcome, everyone, to the final podcast of 2021. One More Dig did its first podcast on January 23rd, 2021, and we've come 12 months, almost two full seasons, and this will be the 24th episode. And I've loved doing every one of them. Um, My mo and all of this is just talk about metal detecting as if i was at the the dining room table or the the club table with the longhouse treasure hunters and just sitting around and talking about all different uh topics and ideas and finds and um whatever metal detectors and equipment and whatever we all just came up with sitting around after a a day in the field. So the first thing I'm going to talk about today, since it's been a year, are the podcast numbers. And it's really interesting to me, um, and I'll share these numbers with you, but the One More Dig Metal Detecting Stories has had downloads in 29 different countries on six continents. And even... uh, to me, even more interesting, there's been episodes downloaded in 827 cities around the world. That's pretty exciting, and metal detecting isn't just popular in the United States. There's uh, obviously Europe and Australia and places I didn't even realize in Asia and, and uh, South America and... I'm, you know, I could na- I could name them all the continents, I guess, but um, I didn't realize uh, how popular podcast was as a means of entertainment and consuming information. And it's it's crazy. I love it. This is a lot of fun, and I'm gonna I'm going to keep doing it for um, well for as long as I can for the foreseeable future. Um, The largest number of downloads by city, Um, Concord, New Hampshire, I live in Concord, Um, it makes sense, people know me, and um, so it makes sense that that would be the first. Second is Columbus, Ohio, third is Chicago, fourth is Boston, fifth is Denver, and sixth is Manhattan, New York, New York. Um, I don't know why they split out New York, New York, and Manhattan, so I just lumped them together. They're six and seven. I just uh, lumped them there. But, yeah, so that list is by downloads. Um, it's funny how, the, you know, the the big cities um, have so many downloads. I love it. Um, so that's the breakdown of the downloads Currently one more dig metal detecting stories is sitting at 4422 total downloads Um, So thank you everybody who's listened everybody who's uh, Listened more than once I appreciate it listened to the all 24 um, Well 23 So far, thank you so much Um, it's a lot of fun, and as long as people, as long as there's one person listening, I'll, I'll keep doing it. Um, uh, another exciting topic for me is my Confederate CS belt plate that I've talked about on past podcasts. I even had um, a podcast that took, focused on it, um, made American Digger magazine. Which is a magazine published by butch Holcomb and his wife Anita, and it's just a it's just a great treasure hunting magazine it focuses uh a lot of its content is is uh southern and a lot of it is civil war, but there's um so much more than that in here, and there's uh just information about i mean just all the finds that are that are posted in here and identified and um you know information and places where there were battles down south and where people are finding all different types of things that a soldier would would carry with them um i'm looking here on the the Q and A page where my where my egg is and just opposite it is like uh a canteen um, from Civil War era. It's just, just obviously that doesn't look like it was found in the ground but it's pretty cool but there's all kinds of pictures in here and and so mine is in the Q&A section with Charles Harris. Um, it's what the the columns called and he's a kind of a specialist in Civil War artifacts, identification. And, um, so I had sent a picture of the bell plate to Butch, the publisher, and just a little blurb asking him, you know, of what he thought it was. And he posted my picture. He published my picture and the words, um, my question. And then there's a column and a half from Charles Harris identifying it and telling which part of the um, the country it would have been from, which part of the South, and all kinds of information on the other types. This is a CS egg, it's called, and all the other different types of, uh, some other different types of Confederate belt buckles and just explaining why he believes, um, that mine is, uh, is what he's, what he's saying here. He's, uh, Virginia style, he called it. So it's pretty cool and it's, it's pretty rare. Um, and it's funny, you know, as first I found it in New Hampshire and it's from potentially Virginia. and. It's just funny to think that uh, it ended up up here, but the first line of his article is, um, I'm going to quote, I'm going to start off by saying that I'm not surprised that you're finding this Confederate belt buckle so far north. It does happen on occasion. A number of years ago, I overheard one of the Confederate buckle collectors make the statement, there are probably more Confederate buckles in the north than in the south. Uh, end quote, and that's basically meaning they were brought back and taken care of as souvenirs um, from prisoners and, unfortunately, off of um, soldiers who didn't make it through the battles. But if you if you ever uh, if you subscribe to the magazine or if you see it in a bookstore or in a um, wherever else they sell it. Just take a look at page 8 and you'll see the CS Egg. I can't remember which uh, which podcast it was, um, but I think I talked about the, the belt plate and a spoon that I found that was coin silver, which both of them could be in the running for my best finds of the year, probably. I'm Probably the belt plate. It's far more rare, but um, both pretty cool. So that's my story about American Digger magazine. It's a great magazine. Um, there's not a whole lot of treasure hunting magazines out there. So I recommend that you, uh, if you're interested in something to hold in your hands and read that you, uh, you know, take a look, Google it, you can order. Uh, you can get a subscription. You can order one, one, uh, one at a time. You can order spec issues. Um, so anyway, take a look at it. It's a good. It's a good one. It's a uh, little after four p.m. on December nineteenth, and I just realized I got a. At five o'clock, there's a live raffle on my one of my Facebook groups, um, or one of the groups I belong to. I don't admin any, but um, there's a raffle for, I bought a few tickets for a raffle, um, the raffling off metal detectors and all kinds of different uh, metal detecting related things, pouches and shovels and and whatever and some one more dig stickers made it into the mix to be raffled off as well um that starts at five o'clock so i'm gonna be um i know what i'm gonna be doing when i cook dinner tonight i'll be logged in hoping to hoping to win another machine as if i don't have enough um but you can never have enough metal detectors i don't think um yeah it's a it's a nice little group i don't know i always recommend joining a facebook group on metal detecting there's i think i'm probably 40 51 i think i'm at right now and obviously um by joining them it does clog up your feed with metal detecting posts but i kind of like that so um but this one it's is local. It's New Hampshire. It's called Professional Treasure Hunters Historical Society. And it's run by a really great guy named Mike Batista from Rhode Island. And he's a seasoned treasure hunter, and, and he works hard keeping the group running. So I'm sure you'll all be wondering what I'm doing tonight after this. But at 5 o'clock, I'm going to be um, watching the raffle live, hoping for a new machine. I'm not sure if anyone, uh, anyone listening saw, I posted on a couple groups yesterday, Um, it snowed here in New Hampshire and I was in a field during the snowstorm and uh, I took a couple pictures, one a little video of um, snowing and then a a selfie with me in the machine and um, it was freezing and I was we were supposed to get four to eight inches of snow. And so I posted, this is probably my last time. And it was a really cool pick. But just for the heck of it, today, we we ended up getting six inches of snow. And the ground wasn't frozen yesterday. So I assumed it wasn't frozen today. So I bundled up and I went out um, to a field where the wind chill was, you know, I didn't think. Well, maybe I'll just go in the woods or somewhere. I went to the coldest place you probably can, and it was six inches of snow and twenty nine degrees and very windy. Um, and so I went probably forty five minutes. My my whole intent was to just say I detected in the snow, and uh, it's hard to detect in six inches of snow because you know that kills your depth a little bit obviously it it doesn't equate to six inches because of the conductivity and whatever of the snow but it still makes things deeper than if there were no snow um, and it also makes the loop or the coil of uh, equinox 800 weigh about 700 pounds when it gets uh, slushy snow all over the stuck all over the top of it But I stuck it out I, 45 minutes. I just wanted to give it a shot. And I dug... I had three solid signals in 45 minutes, and I dug them all. Um, They were all not great um, numbers, but they were solid and repeatable. And so I wanted to dig badly. So I was able to dig. I I kicked the snow off the place where I was going to dig, and then I dug... And each each hole had a piece of iron. One one was a big chunk of a, of a tractor. It was all, uh, it was even, like, the, had the yellow paint on it still. Probably weighed, I don't know, half a pound. A um, piece of barbed wire and a piece of metal strapping, I think. But I did get to dig three holes, which was very exciting. And I did get to say, I dug three holes in six inches of snow. The problem is it's not going to cool down or warm up anytime soon here. And so I think today I made my point that it's the last day, um, at least where I live, but I'm going to head down to Florida in January for a few days and or hopefully couple days anyway, and detect with my father-in-law, um, out on the, probably Fort Myers Beach. Um, this treasure hunting's treasure hunting, right? And, uh, if you can't detect on the land, detect on the sea or the beach. I love it all. Um, I even have the Equinox is waterproof, and he uses a simplex, which is waterproof. So, um, good beach machines and unfortunately though i think it's uh it's probably done up here time to categorize my finds and clean stuff up and put gear away and maybe get new gear for christmas hopefully but um you know that depends on if santa thinks i was if i behaved or not if i was good or bad but it's been uh, it's been a great year at one more dig. Um, I've had so much fun. I love doing these. I love. I'm a statistics geek. Um, I'm an accountant by trade, and I love watching the. I I post these podcasts through Buzzsprout, and then they push them out to all the different platforms, you know, um, like Google or Audible or. Um, Apple podcast, but it up but information filters back to Buzzsprout so I can see the downloads and where they're coming from and, and it's just really fun to watch. Um and I just I'm really thankful that people listen and I get um, I get a fair amount of emails and um I wish people would rate and review the podcast a little more. I mean I have There's, there's many, not a lot, I wouldn't say, but I would, I would like there definitely to be some more, but if you would, uh, you know, if there's any topics that I haven't covered that you think would be fun to talk about, um, you know, if you just want to share a story, if you want advice on anything metal detecting, I've said before, I'm not a I'm not a professional, I don't think. I'm not a specialist, but I've been doing it a while, and I have ideas on how I do everything, and I don't purport that on being, you know, the be-all, end-all, but I can I can kind of help from my experience, I think, a little bit. Um, so feel free to email me at omdstories at gmail.com. I look forward to it. I love getting them, I, I always respond. And, uh, you know, maybe we can come up with some, some topics or some ideas for 2022. So, again, thanks everyone for listening. Have a great Christmas, a great holiday season. Happy New Year. And enjoy this podcast. And I hope that you keep listening into 2022. This is One More Dig, Metal Detecting Stories. And I'm Dave Spannenberg.